Hey guys, Shannon Robnett with the Real Estate Rundown. Hey, wanted to talk with you a little bit about uh, the foreclosure process. It's funny, uh, if you'd have told me in January we'd be where we're at here in April, never believed it, but what I'm seeing is I'm seeing a lot of speculation out there. I'm seeing a lot of panic out there, and I just wanted to talk with you. It's nothing about uh, what I think of the virus or how quickly this is going to dissipate or where the market's going to go, but let me just talk to you about processes. As some of you know, uh, during 2008, 9, and 10, with no mortgage background, uh, my wife and I started a mortgage modification company. We're one of two licensed in the state of Idaho, uh, and that's what we did, and we saved hundreds, uh, if not thousands, of people's homes uh, from foreclosure. We also helped people stay in their houses for a while. So when I tell you this uh, process and, and I tell you what's what's happening, I tell you from a place of experience where I've done this literally thousands of times. When I tell you don't freak out, I, I mean it. Um, and, and I want to tell you why. Unless you have bought your property in the last 12 months, and even in some cases, even with that, you are in the black okay? You have seen appreciation. Your property is worth more than you paid for it. You will find a way out of this. Even if the market softens, everybody's talking about foreclosures. Everybody's talking about the market falling apart. Um, and I just want to remind you that last year, the market rose double digits. So if we're looking at the fact that you bought a house for $200,000, double digits means you're now up 20 grand. Your sales costs are going to run about 7 to 9%. So you could walk away from this house. If you've owned the house for three or four years, you're going to be even in a better position to do that. But the reality is we're not even talking about that yet. The reality is we've got to look at what the process is from the bank's side if they want that property back. We're going to assume that you bought the property. Uh, you bought for the for this example. We're going to say it was a two hundred thousand dollar purchase. You bought a two hundred thousand dollar home. You put ten percent down, so you put twenty thousand dollars down, uh, and then you closed on the house and you and, and you own it, right? And and that has been what's gone on. If you miss this month's payment, if you've got a tenant in there and the tenant decides they're not going to pay, and you miss this month's payment because you don't have the extra to pay it, you need to contact your lender. Okay, you need to pay what you can. If it's $100, pay $100. If you can pay $500, if you've been accumulating a little bit of extra seed money aside for the next deal, now is the time to use that to keep your asset protected. Okay, but it, let's just assume that your payment's $1,000 and you, your tenant normally pays $1,200 and you don't have it, but you've got $600. And so you pay that $600. When you do that, the bank is going to send you a notice. Okay, that bank is going to say, hey, we had an agreement here. You're going to pay me a thousand bucks. You're only paying 600. What's the deal? And then the next month, let's just say in, in May, things aren't any better. Your tenant is still not able to pay you rent, whether that's his decision or, or just the facts. And so now you're, you're out of options. You can't pay that second payment. It's going to be four or five months before the bank is going to send you a notice of default. And that notice of default is going to tell you you're behind, you need to take care of this, you need to clear this up. You know, there'll be delinquencies notices, there'll be payment notices, but but they're not, until they give you that notice of default, they're not really in a position to do much. And that's typically after the fourth missed monthly payment, okay? 
So once you're issued the notice of default, it typically takes two to three months, depending on the state law, reinstate the loan, stop the foreclosure process, or proceed forward. Each state is different, whether you've got a mortgage versus a deed of trust. And so you're going to be looking at whether or not you're you're going to go through the judicial process or, or not. But the reality is, once the notice of default is, is put out there, they give you a period to cure. And they give you a time when you can bring them the amount or you can work with them. In 2009 and 10, we did a lot of forbearances, okay? We did a rate adjustment where the rate went to 2% and there was a forbearance. So let's just say there was there was eight missed payments of, of $1,000 on this house, they would adjust. They adjusted the rate, uh, but they they put that from balance that's owed, which on a bank's balance sheet doesn't look good. When they have a non-performing asset like a, a client that's not paying, that is not good on a bank's balance sheet. So they don't like those any more than you do. But if you negotiate with them, if you call them, you say, "Hey guys, I'd like to do a forbearance. I don't want you to forgive the money, okay? But what I want to do is I want to take that eight thousand dollars that I owe you and I want to move it to the back of the loan." And so I want to say that, okay, I owe you $190,000 today. Let's make that $198,000 and I'll pay the payment. And then they usually they'll recast that loan. So your payment's going to go up 40 bucks or something like that. There'll be a little bit of a negative mark on your credit, but it's a far cry from foreclosure. That's, you know, when a bank looks at it, they know that a foreclosed product is going to be is going to take time, it's going to take money, it's going to take effort. So banks are not out there running down the street going, we're going to grab this foreclosure, we're going to foreclose, we're going to foreclose. And that's also assuming that you're in a situation where you can't get a hold of any equity in the house, there's nothing available there, uh, or you know that, that you've had a long-term uh, vacancy from the tenant. So when we look at what's going to happen, we're going to see some tenants that aren't going to be able to pay, that are going to choose not to. The economy is going to snap back. You're going to be in a position to pay in a couple of months. When we look at what was happening in the foreclosures of 2008, the, the, the thing I think it's very important for everybody here to remember is that foreclosures weren't usually happening on rentals. Most of the foreclosures that happened in, in the latter part of the 2000s and, and the first part of the 2010s were because people had mortgages that they stopped paying on because they personally couldn't afford it. Most of those were not rental properties, okay? So when you've got the tenant, and yes, we did just, we did just cross a, a historical mark that we don't want to cross where we had 6.6 .6 million unemployed Americans in a week, but those Americans will go back to work. How quickly, we don't know, but they will go back to work. They're also getting stimulus money that nobody got in 2008-9. So I think to run out there and say, foreclosures are going to be rampant, foreclosures are going to be rampant, I don't believe it. I really don't believe it. And I'm not one, that I do not believe, my personal opinion, is that I don't think we're going to see a 30% drop in the market. I don't think we're going to see a 10% drop in the real estate market because we don't have any supply. Okay, so when I say that, when you look at national vacancies, those aren't going away. There is no shadow inventory. Okay, you guys remember that term from 08 and 09? There was shadow inventory everywhere. There was stuff hidden. There was things that were supposed to be coming on, but there was extra housing. When we got to the end of 08, when we got to the end of 07, excuse me, we had about an eight month, nine month supply, depending on the market you were in, of real estate available for sale. 
we had extra. We don't have extra now. So while we may see a little bit of softening, we may see people that have gotten into the market, maybe got a little bit overextended in the last six to eight months. We're going to have people that listen to the Today Show and follow what they said about forbearance. Oh my God, what a horrible, horrible message. That was completely wrong, okay? Don't take that advice, but you're going to have people that are going to follow that and they're going to wind up in a bad situation. But the reality is it's not going to be enough to drive the market down because most people have seen double-digit appreciation in the last couple of years. They're going to be sitting in a position where they can maybe lose a little money, maybe not make as much money, maybe walk away from it, maybe have a, a small judgment to work out, but they're not going to be going into the foreclosure process. There were so many houses that went into the foreclosure process in 08 and 09 and 10 because there was hundreds behind them. There was houses that people had bought that they had that they had put their money down. They had, they had, they had put five thousand dollar earnest money on five houses, and the builder had gone to building them, and then they're all sitting there. And they had how there was so much inventory. There's none of that now. So when you just look at simple supply and demand, you will see, you will see where we will not have the foreclosure waves that we had then this time because if you're unable to continue to maintain your mortgage there are plenty of people behind you that will be able to do that Fannie and Freddie are not in the position that they were in then they are still willing to lend money they're still willing to approve loans there's stimulus coming into the market now so when you guys really step back and look at it for a minute I my personal opinion is you're gonna see a dip in the market you're gonna see you know, you're going to see a plateau. These people that are saying that there's 20 or 30% crash coming, I don't buy it. I don't see it. And if you're rooting against the whole American economy for a 5% dip, for a 5% or 10% savings on a real estate rental property, shame on you. Just think about that for a minute, okay? You're betting against everybody's prosperity so that you can get a better deal because maybe you're kicking yourself because you didn't do it earlier. But the reality is, guys, I'd like you to contact me if you can show me where you think the numbers are coming from that shows that the data is there, that the supply, that we're in an oversupplied situation that's going to create too much supply for the demand. And then you're going to get into a situation that we don't have, but we had by the mile in 2008, 2009. So guys, I, I would encourage you, Get into conversation with your bank quickly. Get into conversation with your lender. Figure things out. Work on a forbearance. Uh, work on these kinds of things. Maybe do a refinance uh, and get that caught up and maybe lower your interest rate before it gets too bad uh, where you've done a lot of damage to your credit. Get in contact and, and make that happen because, guys, there's no reason for these properties to go to foreclosure over a two-month vacancy, okay? There's lots of ways to figure that out, and your bank wants to do that because they're going to spend 10 or 15% of the cost of the home by the time they foreclose on it, by the time they've gone without the payment, by the time they've gone back to market. And then, as we all know, foreclosures don't go for full price, so they're going to lose more money there. So they're more than willing to work this out with you. Trust me, I spent years working on these with banks all over the nation. They're going to want to work it out with you. So have the conversations, guys. Have the conversations. Don't freak out. Don't lose your mind. Think through this thing logically and apply some common sense. And join me next time on the Real Estate Rundown with Shannon Robnett. Thanks.